This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's go south of the border now to America and see, check on the latest goings on with Trump. There's always something new with the U.S. president. Court records released today show President Trump was aware of efforts to keep porn star Stormy Daniels silent in the days leading up to the 2016 election. Meanwhile, there's the continuing uh, furor over Trump's tweets uh, directed at those four women Congress, uh, those four Congresswomen known as the squad, as uh, Trump continues to defend himself on that. Reggie Cicchini is here, Global News radio reporter, uh, producer in Washington, D.C. Hi, Reggie. Good afternoon. Thanks a lot for doing this. What's the latest with Stormy Daniels? Well, this is all linked to an, uh, an investigation that was taking place in the Southern District of New York, and it all had ties back to uh, what were perceived to be uh, wrong and 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 illegitimate uh, campaign finance donations that were made at the hands of Michael Cohen, which we uh, learned through these documents were at the hands of or at the request of somebody named Individual One, which we later learned to be at the time candidate Donald Trump. Right. What these documents that were released today show is that there were a numerous uh, number of conversations conversations that took place between Donald Trump, between Michael Cohen, between uh, Hope Hicks, who ended up becoming uh, a Trump administration member, and between the lawyers uh, for Stormy Daniels, and between people uh, linked to the National Enquirer. So there were significantly more conversations that were taking place that kind of go against what the president was saying when he said none of this was actually true. Okay, Reggie, there's uh, still continuing controversy around Trump's uh, Twitter storms and his attacks on those four congresswomen known as the squad these young uh, congresswomen that i think trump clearly wants the focus to be on these four particular congresswomen i think he wants the public to believe that the, these are the leaders of the democratic party and he wants as much attention on them as possible and i just i just think he's willing to go in the into the gutter uh, to do it now let's have a listen to a couple of sound clips here this is a rally uh last night where uh, Trump was going after Representative Ilhan Omar, uh, one of the four congresswomen he's been uh, going after. And you hear the crowd's reaction here. Have a listen. Obviously and importantly, Omar has a history of launching vicious anti-Semitic screeds. Yeah, you're send her, send her back, send her back, kick her out of the country. It's kind of, uh, kind of an ugly moment. Trump was asked about this today. He says he didn't like hearing that from the crowd. Here's Trump today. I was not happy with it. Uh, I disagree with it. Uh, but again, I didn't say, I didn't say that. They did. Reggie, what are we to make of this? How Trump's well, handling I mean- this? 
I mean, look, the president did say this because he put it out in a tweet, which is now on the record, because we know that the president has said, these are my statements and these tweets stand for themselves. So for the president to say, I never said that, he might have not said it at that moment, but he's already started uh, by fanning those flames earlier this week and then verbalizing that outside of the White House on Monday. But you also have to remember, just because he might not have said that, that crowd went on for 13 seconds while he sat there and nodded with what they were saying, kind of like when uh, when these chants were going on about Hillary Clinton back in 2015, 2016 of Locker Up, but he used to sometimes lead those chants. The president right now is trying to step back because there's been significantly more blowback towards this than he probably assumed that there would be. But you were also right at the beginning of this to say that he's trying to paint these four congresswomen uh, to be the center of the uh, Democratic Party and kind of sitting towards the top because this is now a new boogeyman for him. Nancy Pelosi yeah. has been doing what she can to kind of bring the party forward and not follow through with impeachment. So there's there's a difficult path for him to go after Nancy Pelosi in the leadership position. This now uh, allows for him to kind of bring his followers to the edge and put a little bit of fear in them to say, look at what could be happening to America if these people become uh, full leaders within the party. Okay, this particular congresswoman that he was uh, centered on there, Ilhan Omar, I mean, she's a, an American citizen, but her, she's originally from Somalia, right? She is from Somalia. She came yeah. here as a child and then was naturalized as a, as a citizen 19 years ago. Right, right. So, you know, these four, the four congresswomen that he's attacking, three of them were born in the United States. Ilhan Omar was is the only one of the four who was born outside of the United States in Somalia and came here as a child, as, as you mentioned. And Trump was the guy who went after these four women and said they should go home, right? They should just leave. They should go back to where they came from. So it's kind of interesting to hear Trump saying there that he, he disagrees with the crowd chanting, send her back. But he was the guy who originally tweeted she should go back to where she came from. Absolutely, because right, yeah. we all knew, we all knew that this was pinpointed on one specific congresswoman when he made this tweet back on the weekend, knowing full well that three of them were born uh, in America. So, you know, the option of sending them back to where they came from with what he called corrupt governments didn't quite make sense. Uh, that said, to say that about a naturalized citizen of the United States is also difficult. But the president has been going after Ilhan Omar since she came into office earlier this year because of comments that she's made about Israel in the past, because yes. of her beliefs when it comes to uh, politics when it's dictated towards the Israeli government. And the president sees uh, anybody who comes after him or anybody who comes after policy that he has in place as an attack on the country and makes them unpatriotic. So this is now an opportunity for him to kind of bait these race wars that are going on across the U.S. by saying, look, here is somebody who is maybe not uh, not originally from the United States, but is now considered to be un-American because she's not following my way. And this is where we're put, uh, potentially walking into some dangerous territory at the hands of the president. Okay, speaking of Reggie Cicchini from uh, Global News Radio in Washington, D.C. Reggie, I, I think it's a deliberate strategy by Trump that I think he wants public attention clearly focused on these four congresswomen. I, I don't think he wants the public talking about, I don't know, Joe Biden or anyone else who is running for the Democratic nomination for president. I think he wants in the public's mind that these four women are the face of the Democratic Party and they're kind of leading the Democratic Party. And I, I think he's willing to go as deep into the gutter as he's got to go to do it. Absolutely. And I think it's not only does he want to kind of distract from what's happening inside the, the Democratic race for that candidate, uh, for that, uh, that leadership position. I think yeah. he also needs to try and turn the page on the fact that there has been little accomplishment in the first three years of him being in office, whether it's with infrastructure or whether it's with immigration or whether it's been health care. So he doesn't really have uh, uh, many kind of promises made, promises kept things to run with right now as he tries well, to doesn't seek he got the election. Doesn't he got the economy going well? 
Well, of course he has the economy going well, but you also have to remember that this is kind of steamrolled from when Barack Obama was in office. He didn't pick up a failed economy. He picked up an economy that the ball had already been rolling, and he's just kind of been pushing that along. That is one big win for him, but he has very few wins outside of that. So to go after these congresswomen and show, well, look, the Democrats want to make America a communist country because he uh, he equates democratic socialism with what happens in Cuba and what happens in China. These are ways to kind of scare his base into saying the Republicans are the way to go, but it's also some political gain for him because this is how uh, a good majority of his base who lives in rural America actually feels about what's going on in Washington and what's going on in America right now. So it's a way for him to continuously pull in his group. The problem is, can he expand based on where that group is right now? Yeah, no, I think I think it's a deliberate strategy for sure. Where, where does it leave the other key leaders in the Republican Party on this? I mean, most of them are lining up behind Trump. I guess there's been some exceptions where some Republicans have gone offside and have criticized Trump, but most of them are continue to support the president, right? Absolutely. There have been some leadership changes uh, in mind over the last 24 hours. Kevin McCarthy in the House has actually now come out to say that what happened last night was inappropriate. The president shouldn't have had these people saying that, which is a little bit of a a contrast to how he was acting earlier this week by saying that the president's tweets weren't racist. We're still not hearing much from Senate leadership in Mitch McConnell, but we are still seeing a good number of Republicans line up behind the president. Lindsey Graham today, Senator Lindsey Graham, again, basically saying that what the president was doing is not any kind of, you know, a uh, uh, race rhetoric, and he's basically just speaking his mind. So the people who are still dependent on Donald Trump to get reelected next year are going to line up behind him because any okay. opportunity that they get to kind of speak against him could potentially sour how their electorate feels about them. Okay, Reggie, we got one minute. What's going on with impeachment proceedings against Trump? Well, that was brought to the fore last night by a Democratic congressperson who has done this a couple of times before. Uh, It actually made its way to the floor. It went to a vote. More Democrats decided not to go with it than go with it. But there is a growing number of Democrats who did vote for impeachment from uh, up to 90 from 80 last time. So this is a uh, uh, this is something that's actually starting to get a little bit of steam rolling into it uh, as the months and and kind of uh, year heads in towards this election. So it's something to watch uh, this impeachment talk because it's uh, it's still a split Democratic Party right now but if nancy pelosi can keep it the way she wants it this impeachment won't happen anytime at least before the next election reggie thanks for coming on thank you reggie cicchini global news radio producer in washington dc with the latest on uh, out of the white house